Buzz. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Ken. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Roundtable of Jack and Canned, joined as always by the great, the wonderfully talented John Tasman. John, how are we doing tonight? Doing good, man. I didn't realize that we are live to the YouTube audience. So ladies and gents, if you're listening to this in podcast form, go back to our YouTube channel, <laughs> Jack and Canned, and go ahead and type this in, Colbs. No rhyme or reason why we're live, but seeing that we are live, my friend, Dude, this is going to be a very exciting who's on top segment. Oh, very yes, exciting. please. Dude, tell me all about the NL wild card. Oh, you had to start it off on a sour note, <laughs> didn't you, Colves? <laughs> so, ladies and gents, if you don't pay attention to Major League Baseball too much, uh, because we don't really talk about it a lot on the show, if you haven't heard, the Mets have been eliminated, they're done. They're completely done. They got eliminated by the Padres. And the other team I was pulling for, Colbs, I was talking about Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina, and I was so excited. I was getting amped for them. Well, it just so happens that that team is also eliminated. The Cardinals, you're gone. Take a seat. Guess who else got eliminated? The Blue Jays. <laughs> Colbs. Well, I mean, I John, you're, you're a Yankees fan, so I mean – I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. But I just want to point out those particular teams. Yes, I know that there were some other teams that ended up playing, but those were the ones that I was pulling for. Colbs, who I am excited to see still in contention here is going to be the Mariners. I'm kind of happy about that. Uh, I hope the Guardians end up losing to the Yankees because like Colbs just said, I'm a Yankees fan. We're going to see where that series ends up going. But looking at it from the National League standpoint, the Phillies, Braves, Phillies, please win. They're on right now at 0-0. Zero to zero. I got the uh, game on in the background, Colves. So if you see my eyes glance over to the TV occasionally, it's because I'm really pulling for the Phillies. Um, Dodgers and Padres series is going on. We got the Astros and Mariners, Yankees, Guardians, like we just talked about. So it's uh, getting down to the wire. I'm hoping it's going to be Yankees and Dodgers, Colts. Do you have anything to say on the whole Major League Baseball topic at all? Um, I mean, Yankees-Dodgers would definitely be a massive draw. Like, yeah, you would not get much of a bigger World Series. The only thing that might rival it would have been the Yankees-Mets, but honestly, I I think that there's a there's enough people on the West Coast that are just naturally Dodger fans just because that's the team that – it's been around forever that everybody's, you know, be, been a fan of for so long. So I, I think the history there would have probably had it this way, <clears throat> where I think Yankees Dodgers gives the best matchup. Yeah, I think so too. It's going to draw on the biggest fan base 
no offense to the Phillies or Braves or anything like that, because I'm looking at uh, the game right now, and it's a pack. The Braves house, do got a pretty big fan base too. I they mean, do. The, Padre, the Padres and uh, the, who's the other? Oh, the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies got something, but it, it's yeah, it's not. It's not what the Braves is. It's not what the Mets are. It's not what the Dodgers are. It's not the, nobody's got what the Yankees have. No, nobody. Everybody knows the Yankees. I know we've said it countless times here on the podcast, but everybody knows the New York Yankees, even if you're not a baseball fan. You know who that organization is. Coles, that's a little bit what's going on in Major League Baseball, man. NFL. Are the, uh, makes- are the Rays still there? I'm just curious. Gonzo. Okay. I, I really, I mean, not huge to me either way. Clearly, I did not pay any attention, but I wasn't sure <laughs> if they were still hanging around or not. Nope, the Rays are gonzo, the Blue Jays are gonzo, the only survivor of the AL East is the New York Yankees. Now, uh, I won't get into it, but the Orioles almost made it and the Red Sox were last place, so I'm happy about that, even though I live in Massachusetts, so probably going to get some hate for saying the Red Sox uh, didn't make it and finishing last. But Colbs, that's where they belong, last place, because the Yankees are going to win it this year, I can feel it. You know, John, this is going to be the first who's on top you've given this NFL season that I think it's actually feasible that you're doing it. I think that this makes sense to do who's on top at this point of the NFL season. The first time ever. It makes sense to do the NFL standings. And yes, ladies and gents, I've been given the who's on top for the NFL since week one has finished. I would have done it from week zero. Actually, I did. I did preseason. What am I talking about? So here we go. NFL. AFC East, we got the Bills on top, followed by the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Pats. Colbs, I know last week we spent a little bit of time breaking down each team. We're not going to do that this week because we just reset for our time, and we don't have enough time, so we're going to stick to our guns. But, Colbs, what's some takeaways from that whole division over there um, real quick that you have? The injuries the Dolphins have at quarterback is one of the most disappointing things that's happened this NFL season. And it's, <clears throat> I don't want to sit here and do the injury conversation that's been going very rampant throughout the majority of other organ or, well, really just pretty much anybody that's got a show. They, they're all talking about that aspect of it. The Dolphins were so fun and now it's, it's just not that right now. So that's very disappointing. Obviously, we're going to hope for recoveries for both their quarterbacks. I mean, now at this point, they don't have Tua or Teddy. So we uh, we get to see how that goes moving forward. But that is disappointing. The Jets, a lot of talent on that team. We got to see if Zach Wilson's the right one. But I do like the Jets uh, as a whole. I really do. The Bills, obviously, are going to run away with everything. Well, it's going to be interesting because the Jets are looking decent. The Dolphins, decent, and the Pats are a little decent. So maybe they'll give an upset for the Bills the if Pats the Bills go decent. on a little bit of a losing streak, if that's even possible. I don't think it is, though, Colts. Uh AFC West, we got the Chiefs on top, 4-1. Uh, the Chargers, 3-2. and two, Broncos, 2-3. and three, And wow, what a freaking heartbreaking loss the Raiders just had, which bumped them down to 1-4. I know they're getting a lot of heat uh, for multiple things now. Going for two, but maybe they should have gone for one when they have the best kicker in the NFL. And then also, we don't really have to talk about it too much, but Devontae Adams with that push after the game, I know it didn't impact the game itself, 
But dude, it might impact some future games because I just heard that that guy might be getting charges pressed on him. And yeah, now people did. are calling for suspension. So, Coles, let me just run something by you. Is it possible that the Raiders end up administering disciplinary action and Devontae Adams to the point where he doesn't get suspended, but he gets cut by the team? Now, hold up. Green Bay comes knocking on the door and says, Devontae, <laughs> come home. Come home, man. Come home. You don't belong over there. Las Vegas has been turning you wild, man. Come back over to Green Bay where life is good. We miss you. Okay. So, I mean, here's what I would say. I don't think that they're going to cut him to begin with, but if they were to, um, frankly, I don't think Devontae would go back to Green Bay. I think that there are too many other options because he's under contract regardless. He's going to get paid. So, at that point, if you're cutting him, he can go play somewhere and it doesn't have to be for the same type of money. He could, I mean, John, he could go play with the Bills. Like, I mean, at that point, he has free game in the NFL of who he wants to play for. The Bills could use another receiver because Stephon Diggs is amazing. I mean, Gabe Davis is solid. I, I'm not going to take anything away from the guy, but he's he's not Devontae Adams. I mean, some of these teams have so many good wide receivers. I, I would foresee him going somewhere like there or Kansas City long before I think he would go back to Green Bay. But it is interesting. It, interesting point. So we'll see what happens over there with the Raiders. Um, what about any of the other teams that you're thinking about? Your old QB over there in Seattle with the Broncos. You think he's going to start turning it around, turning that whole team around? <laughs> It's hard to say, man. Like they, they're not even putting up twenty points. Yeah, it's it's looking bad, and I I don't know what the answer is. I I can't even necessarily diagnose the problem. I mean, nobody's looked good offensively. Uh, that whole roster is just like, eh. <laughs> you don't know what to do with it. So, uh, no, I right as of right now, I don't think that Denver's going to get it turned around. I don't think that they're going to be a team that ends up with like six wins, but I just don't oh, see wow. how they turn out to be really good. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about Chiefs or Chargers? Any last thoughts on them? Chargers need to get their shit moving because I'm getting tired of sitting here sticking up for the Chargers saying, hey, the Chargers are awesome. The Chargers are awesome. And they come out and they just squeak out wins and then they'll, they'll go and drop a game that they shouldn't drop. It's it's pissing me off. I need the Chargers to just pull their shit together and get it done. So Chargers, you really need to start doing that because you don't want this guy right here. You don't want him in the background coming to get you. Okay, that was here he is in the front round. There we go for the YouTube watchers, YouTube observers. That guy's gonna come and get you. That flower does not want to be pollinated. Okay. So make sure <laughs> that you start turning it around, Chargers organization. All right, Coles, AFC North. We got the Ravens on top over there, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Steelers. Steelers at one and four. They did a QB change a couple of weeks ago. They got Kenny Pickett throwing the ball to George Pickens. Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens. Okay, I was trying to see if that was one of those things where if you see it three times fast, you stumble on yourself. But apparently I just made it, so it's not one of those. What are those things called, Coles? Oh, shit. I know what they're called. A tongue twister. A tongue twister. There we go. So that is not a tongue twister, ladies and gents. But we got Kenny Pickett throwing to George Pickens, which I just love saying. And... uh I was hoping that the Steelers were going to look a little bit better this season, but they got some of the least <laughs> points scored 
on the year, and they've almost let up some of the most throughout the league. So offensive and defensive troubles. Colts, what are you thinking with Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Ravens? Uh, I mean, as far as the Steelers are concerned, a lot of that's the injuries on defense. Offensively, there's really no speaking to what's going on there. Uh, Mitch Trubisky was not the answer, evidently. Granted, I didn't think he was going to be the kind of quarterback to bring them to a Super Bowl caliber team, but I didn't think it was going to look that bad. Kenny Pickett has given life to the offense, but I mean, we've seen enough struggles out of him thus far already. I, I don't have any real faith that that's going to change anything, at least this season. Uh, for the other teams in that division, I mean, the the Browns, if they can just keep biding their time till they get their actual quarterback back, they're, they're going to be just fine. The Ravens are one of the best teams in the NFL who just have happened to have lost two of the worst losses that you could lose in an NFL season. And uh, uh, who am I leaving out there? I, I'm leaving out somebody. Ooh, Coles. Oh, the Bengals. Yes, the, I was the, just going to say the Bengals as soon as yeah. I went to. Uh, the, I mean, the Bengals are fine. They're about what I thought they were. So, Coles, uh, question here. Browns, I know they're on a two-game losing streak. They're not looking that bad. Uh, is it going to be desperation mode if they start losing some more games and they're going to no. need Watson back even sooner? Or is this well, season already done? Well, no, no, no. So, I mean, there there is no desperation mode. They can't do anything. They, Deshaun Watson is suspended. That's not going to change. So you have to eat what you're getting. But with that said, this isn't – I mean, this was kind of already known as somewhat of a lost season for the Cleveland Browns before the season mm. began. There might have been some fans that were holding out hope, like, ah, Brissett can make us like, you know, whatever, eight and three by the time – that shit wasn't going to happen. So – Anybody that thought that, just get over it. That wasn't ever going to be the case. You, you guys have a good roster, probably not as good as it was last year. You have a better quarterback who's not able to play right now. You got to wait for him to be back for you guys to give yourself hope. Chances are, even if you get him back this season, he still has a lot of rust to shake off. You saw that in the preseason. Deshaun Watson's going to take a little bit to become Deshaun Watson again. That's not something we're going to see in a four-game stretch. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when he ends up coming back. AFC South, the Titans, Coves, sitting on top with a three-game winning streak. Derrick Henry's looking like himself. We got the Colts at 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. I didn't forget last year. I always missed that one, Coves. I made it a mission this year not to miss the tie. All right, we got the Jags at 2-3 and three, and the Texans, Coves, 1-3 and 1. And that's who I got going to the Super Bowl for ten cent bet. Going to pay out like thirty three dollars. Colbs, they got to win. I'm feeling good about the Super Bowl. I'm feeling great. I'm thinking about upping the ante to twenty cents and seeing if maybe that payout now can be seventy dollars. Colbs, the Texans, I think they got a chance. They don't, and frankly, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this division because like, this division is the most boring division in football, and it has been for the last five years. I keep waiting for something exciting in there, and Jacksonville's got a little bit of that, but it, there's just nothing that draws interest in that division. Oh, not even Derrick Henry? I mean, yeah, I love watching him run, but I mean, that one player is not going to make up for four full football teams, John. Now, you know who else I used to watch love run? Forrest Gump. I said, run, Forrest, run. 
Forrest Gump ran fast, but Derrick Henry runs even faster. So I'm going to be a big fan of seeing Derrick Henry run all over the league. <laughs> you want to you want to go to the NFC East, John? NFC East. We got the Eagles sitting on top over there at five and zero. Then we got the Dallas Cowboys at four and one. We got the Giants at four and one, and we got the Commandos. I think I'm going to call them the Commandos. I don't know why. That's but we got fun. the Commandos sitting at one and four uh, with a four-game losing streak. Colbs, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants. Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, Eagles, impressive. Cowboys, considering that there's been no Dak Prescott, that's a wow. And the Giants is a wow. I though those were those were both big wins those teams had, the Giants and the Jets. Between or uh, the Giants and the Cowboys, rather the Jets also really, but um, the Cowboys beating the Super Bowl champion Rams that that was big and that wasn't a close game. They smoked the shit out of them. So I mean that was really something. And then the Giants actually beating the Packers. Granted, you know this, John. I don't think as highly of the Packers as I have in recent years past. Yeah, but I do not hold the Giants in the same regard as them. And that that was a big one for me. For actually both those teams, they were um they were two of the teams that moved up. Actually, if we include the Jets, they would be the three teams that climbed the highest in the power rankings this week. Ooh. I'm curious to hear about that. So we're going to get there in just a moment. Uh, Colbs, NFC West, 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. 49ers barely on top. Uh, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks almost on top. Let's put it that way. This division seems to be an absolute mess. I mean, 49ers, two-game winning streak. Yeah, the Rams surprising the hell out of me. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Two-game losing streak. In the Cardinals losing, eh, in the Seahawks, Geno Smith, top five quarterback. Damn, that dude is doing good, Colbs. There's no denying that. I know you weren't the biggest fan of winning games this season, but it looks like Seattle is actually going to be throwing up some points and winning some more games, buddy, because now they got Kenneth Walker that's going to be running the ball. I'm just yeah, saying. Eight carries for 88 yards last week. I'm like, God Damn it. Like I wanted him to look good this year, but I did. Uh, Geno Smith found a way to fuck it up, but not in the way I expected. He's fucking it up by playing too well. Like <laughs> stop it. Knock it, knock it off. Geno. Like I wanted the Geno I've known my whole life that just comes and shows up and throws like three picks and 96 yards. What the fuck? I, oh, the, the thing is, is I know this doesn't work long-term, so if this dude comes out and gives us like even an eight and nine season, that totally tanks my like everything that I wanted to do with having a top 10 pick. And granted, then we're relying on Denver to do worse than us. And shit, I mean, maybe at this point, because I'm starting like, man, the, the, the Seahawks got a lot of talent on that roster yeah. from this last draft. And if Geno Smith keeps balling out like this, well, shit. Like we're gonna we're gonna be just not good enough to be like a title contending type team, but definitely in the playoff mix. Maybe not in the playoffs, and I I don't want that. I I want week two where we didn't score an offensive touchdown. Seattle, Cobes has a message for you. Enough said, ladies and gents, YouTube watchers, observers, you know what that is. All right, if you're not on YouTube, make sure Jack and Canned 
type us in there. You go ahead and see our video streams. And one of these days, we'll plan out a live one. Coles, any other thoughts on the rest of that division? Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, real quick. Uh, the Niners, uh, they, they just need to keep it rolling the way that they have because, frankly, with the way that the Rams and the Cardinals have been playing, they'll be able to walk away with that division, and it won't be necessarily all that close. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, going over here, NFC North, Vikings on top, Packers, Bears, and Lions. Oh, my. Colbs, uh, any takes on this division? Uh, the Bears are the most anemic offense in football. I don't yes, know if the are. points scored have reflected that exactly, but they are just terrible to watch. Uh, the Lions have been fun to watch, and then, whoops, I don't know, let's just score nothing against New England last week. So uh, I don't know what exactly the Lions are, but I have determined they're not good. They just have a good offense that had a bad week. Um. The, the Vikings, I think, are a good team, but they don't play consistently enough, and that's going to hurt them in the long run. Green Bay, your throne's being challenged. Go get it. Fair enough. NFC South, we got the Bucks on top, Saints and Falcons at both two and three there, and the Panthers sitting at one and four Colbs. I am so happy. Yep. And I don't know if you Go heard. Ahead. Okay. You you told me already. Ladies and gentlemen. You me. Ladies and gents. I have a huge smile on my face right now. Let me go ahead. Okay. I have a very big smile on my face because PJ Walker is back and he is playing and he is the starting quarterback of this upcoming week here for the Carolina Panthers. Watch out. He's determined. I'm predicting two tutties out of PJ Walker and one pick, but he's going to throw for 250. It's going to be a great game. Panthers probably pull off an upset. Colbs? I'll say he throws for one tutty, two picks, and <laughs> throws for about, uh, uh, I'll give him about 205. Okay, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. I'll take that. If he I mean, I, that- I really don't think he's one of the worst quarterbacks that's ever existed. He's he's just, I mean, he's not an NFL starting quarterback, but he's he's somebody that I would not be pissed if he ended up being my backup. Um, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Geno Smith blew up this year. P.J. Walker blows up this year. This is a very unpredictable season in the NFL. It's P.J. Walker's year. If it's Geno's year, it's P.J. Every Walker's season's year. season's unpredictable in the NFL. You never know what the fuck's happening. I don't even I know. know why I give predictions prior to anything happening. It all just goes whatever way it wants to go. That is true. John, I think uh, where I said that Chicago has the most anemic offense in the NFL, I do believe that the Carolina Panthers are the worst team in football. And they're not about to get a whole lot better by PJ Walker coming in there. If nothing else, it'll give him maybe a little bit of life because you get a different guy in there. Although it's kind of a guy you've used before, but I mean, yeah, I don't feel great about the Panthers chances this week by any means. However, I, uh, I do understand your excitement. I would like to see the Bucks play more consistently, particularly on offense, the saints, eh, whatever. And the Falcons, well, I mean, they're about what we thought they'd be. If anything, they're a little bit better than I thought they were. And it's still not good. Fair enough. Colbs. I think it's time. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what your power rankings are. All right, John, we'll speed through this so we can have some time for the picks here. 
Number 10, the Miami Dolphins. I am still keeping them there just because, well, really because I don't know who else to put in this top 10, I'll be honest. Number nine, the San Francisco 49ers. I think we'll see them there probably for the rest of the year. Number eight, the Green Bay Packers. Disappointing loss. However, eh, they're still fine. Number seven, the Minnesota Vikings, who are uh, most people I don't think actually realize Minnesota's four and one right now. They've they've been a very quiet four and one. Number six, the LA Chargers, who again, I can't keep putting them there if they're going to just keep playing good. Like yeah. I need to see some really good shit out of them. Number five, the Tampa Bay Box. Uh, Tom Brady's still there. Let's be honest. Number four, the Baltimore Ravens, who again. If not for the way they lost their two losses, they would be a team with a perfect record and would look like maybe the best team in football. Number three, the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been just that. However, I think at this point, it's safe to say that I don't think they've looked like the best team in football. I do think the two teams I've had up top all year have reclaimed those thrones. I currently have it Buffalo Bills, number two, Kansas City Chiefs, number one. And we'll see um, how that shapes out this week when they play each other. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Johnny, we ready for for the for the picks? How we did last week? How well, we're doing I'm for curious, the year? Man, I think I beat you last week. Um, John, I, I actually I think you did as well. Um, hold up. Oh, I got. Oh shit! I don't know where week five is. Is this week five? No, that's week two. God damn it. I'm pretty sure I remember this off the top of my head, John. I know I went <laughs> two and three. Okay. I believe I oh hold up. I have something where I keep everybody year to date. Here we go. Yes, I went two and three. Uh John, you went three and two, and Sparky yes. also went three and two. Yes. So Sparky. for the season, that makes me 14 and 11. And John and Sparky are both eleven and fourteen. So I still hold a three game lead there. Now, for last week, my personal stuff here, betting all 16 games, I went 10-6 and six on the win-loss, bringing me for the season to 51-28-1. I went, uh, nope, I did not. I went 8-7-1 on the spread, which brings me for the year to 42-36-2, so I'm still six games up over there. And over under, I did go seven and nine, I believe. Nope, second losing week of the season. So I am now 46, 33, and one. So I'm still winning across the board right now. I am I am up on wins. I am up on spread. I'm up on over-unders, and I am winning our well three-way battle. All right, man. Well, we're catching up. We're catching up, man. And Jack is substituting again this week. Sparky's here. But Jack the Pumpkin is with us he, too. He's just too. He, he's going to tune in for for October, right? Yes, he's tuning in for October. He's he's taking over for Sparky. I'm letting him play for me. I'm letting him play for me, Colby. I'm I'm going through hard times. Oh, Sparky's not feeling good, Colb. Sparky's not feeling good. So Jack's going to be here for October. Sparky's got to be scared watching too many Halloween movies. All right, Johnny, we ready for game one? Hey, let's go. All right, first game we have here, we have Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is favored by two and a half points. John, I am taking Jacksonville because I have no faith in Indianapolis. John, what say you? 
Jacksonville. All right. John is with me. And what's Jack the Pumpkin got? Hey, heads for Jack the Pump. And Jacksonville. All right. So we're all on Jacksonville. Game two. Minnesota at Miami. Minnesota is minus three here. And uh, personally, I think with Miami on a third string quarterback, I think Minnesota will be able to take this game relatively easily. John, what do you got? Oh, Minnesota all day. Yep. I'm with you and Sparky or Jack in this case. Jack says heads again. He's giving us stems up. All right. That's Minnesota. All right. Game three. We have Cincinnati at New Orleans. It is Cincinnati minus one and a half. John, I do think that after the loss last week, Cincinnati bounces back. They get a they get a win over a New Orleans team that really honestly isn't all that good. John, what do you got? I'm going Cincy as well, man. All right. John and I are alike here. Jack, what are you saying? Hey, Tails. All right. He likes New Orleans. He likes that voodoo. All right. Fourth game, Carolina at the L.A. Rams. It is the Rams minus 10. Damn you. Damn you. Damn The Rams had a terrible week last week. I think that they're going to be looking to bounce back in a massive way here against well, P.J. Walker and the worst team in football with the Carolina Panthers. John, what do you got? Oh, you already know who I got. I don't even have to say it. I got P.J. Walker, Carolina, all day. All right. Hey, John, it is a 10-point spread. You got a shot there. And what does Jack the Pumpkin say? Heads. All right. Stems He's with up. you with Carolina. All right. Game five. We have the I, – I could not have this game involved – We have the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. It is Bills minus two and a half. They are favored, and I'm saying, ha, until I see it. Give me Patrick Mahomes every time and what's sure to look just like a playoff game. Everybody gives a shit about this game. I can't wait to watch this game, except that I'm at work this game. So (laughs) I'm going to have to figure that out, but I got Kansas City here. John, what do you have? I'm going to take Buffalo. That's fair. I can't blame you. Tails. All right. So Jack is with me with Kansas City. All right. So, John, uh, we were actually, I feel like this is uh, almost identical to last week. We had the first three the same, and then we split on the Rams and Carolina, and we split on Buffalo, Kansas City. And, well, Jack and I are the same with the exception of Cincinnati, New Orleans, and Carolina and the Rams. And for you, uh, actually, yeah, the movement. same ones. Or no, for you, it's Cincinnati, New Orleans, and then Buffalo, Kansas City, for where you differ from Jack the Pumpkin. All right, so we'll see how that goes. We'll uh, we'll be tuning in next week to find out. But I'm not planning. I, granted, I John, I have to admit, this was like one of the hardest fucking weeks to pick games because I I knew I was picking Kansas City as soon as I saw the spread. I was like, oh no no no, I want Kansas City. But after that, I'm like. Oh, let's dig deep. Luckily, I I just looked up Tua and Teddy to to make sure that they weren't playing. And then I was like, okay, I feel good about Minnesota. And then I took Cincinnati because I'm like, ah, it's a one and a half point spread. Basically, they just got to win. Carolina, I just feel like it's that bad and the Rams need to bounce back this week. So I'm like, okay, I'll take that one. And then, I mean, when it got to Jacksonville Indy, I'm like, I just hate every other game. I don't want to pick any of these. So Jacksonville just came in there because I really don't like Indy. But like, for example, 
Washington, Chicago going into the week was a pick them. So you just pick the winner. And I'm like, I, I still don't want to pick that game. No, no. <laughs> that's a terrible game. <laughs> that's a hard one. It's going to be an yeah. interesting week in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, every week's interesting. We're going to see what's going to happen. PJ Walker is going to dominate. Ladies and gents, this has been another sports roundtable episode. Make sure you stick, stay tuned, stick around for the Jack and Can show coming out very soon. Colts.